0: I'm addicted to Instagram and if you know me personally, I'm sure that would come as a big surprise but it's something that I think is getting progressively worse. Now for myself and I'm sure everyone listening, even if you feel like you love Instagram or hate Instagram, you realize that you have to be on social media as a founder, as a business owner. There's really no way around it and so this is where my struggle has been really painful because I periodically erase Instagram. So this has been one of the strategies that I've tried, where I just get it off my phone. And when I do, I feel this immense sense of relief. But the problem is, is that not only for my own social media account for my business, but for the businesses that I work as a fractional CMO, I need to be on on top of what's going on on social media. And so for me, it is a necessary evil as I'm sure it is for you. And what's the problem? The problem is that I read it. I mean, I look at it like a magazine and I have a very specifically curated feed of like recipes and Ikea hacks. That's like what I enjoy looking at. And I just feel like I waste time, even if it's just five minutes. Like, I'm so acutely aware of how important filling your time with meaningful things are, and Instagram does not add anything into my life. I mean, I realize that I've just been looking at kind of the same recipes over and over again and the same IKEA hacks. It's like, how many times can I you know, make a mall mom dresser look, you know, more upscale. Like it's it's just a waste. And so this Monday motivation is more like a rant on, you know, what can we do? What are the steps that you can take to really protect yourself from just wasting time? And even even more, you know, if you're not consumed by recipes and ikea hacks then there's just a lot of political noise that is so intensely stressful right now and yes everything's go and the moment of my recording this there's been you know recent flare-ups between israel and palestine we have a looming election coming we have just global warming everything right everything and so getting bombarded by these messages, all they do, or the way that I think about it is that everything that's not focused during my day on growing my business and growing myself as a leader and a business owner and entrepreneur and focusing my time on how I could be a better mother and a better partner, these are the things that actually meaningfully touch my life, meaningfully impact my life. And mindlessly scrolling through social media is really hindering me and all of us. So here are three things that I do. And again, this is like an ongoing battle, but these are the things that I, that I need to be aware of and be periodically doing in order to keep my time in check. And the first is erasing social media apps. So I do this Irregularly, and it's a pain that I always have to go back into them because of work. But getting rid of them all together is the best way that I know to re- resist the urge. And so when I do erase those apps, it is an extra step because I have to remember to log in on the desktop, which is a much laborious experience. And so it takes a little bit more time. You have to remember to do it. But if you have to check messages and you have to check performance, then absolutely um, getting it to the desktop is a great option. So I, I'm, I'm going to do, as soon as I'm recording it, I'm erasing it. <laughs> now, the other thing that I do is I, um, I have my phone on grayscale. So if you go into your settings, I'm, I know every single phone has it. But for the majority of the day, I have put my phone on grayscale. So from like, I think, minus maybe one hour of the day, from like 6 a.m. to like 5 a.m. So the whole entire day, I have my phone on grayscale. So why is that important? It's because the phone is, I mean, the phone is designed to make you Addicted to it, right? But these candy colors, like I swear to God, just as I was beginning, I was going to record this podcast for you. I swear, I almost no, I tapped into Instagram, like I tapped into (laughs) Instagram, and then I, of course, immediately went out of it because I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I'm here to record this for everyone, right? But why that little icon, that pink and and red and you know orange icon? It is just like candy and you just want it. And so when everything's in grayscale, it's much more annoying to look at social media because it's not as engaging, right? It's just like hard to kind of see everything. It's not as pleasing. Um, And so I find putting on grayscale is just not as attractive and so you just don't spend as much time in Instagram. And then the third thing I do <clears throat> is I have my phone for most of the day on focus mode as well. So this is another thing you can do in your settings where you turn on focus mode and you can select which apps you do not allow yourself into during focus mode time. And what happens is that you can still tap into the you can still tap into the app like it doesn't prevent you from going into it, but you have to like consciously, you get asked and you have to consciously tap, do you want to pause focus mode for five minutes? And so then what happens is, is that you can get into the app, you have it for five minutes, but then at the end of the five minutes, the app closes itself or it asks you like, are you still like using this app? If not, it's going to close. And so all all of these things put up just barriers barrier to entry because that's what the real problem is is just how mindless everything is and I feel like for me as things in my business intensify and get more busy those little pockets of time I'm using social media and Instagram is my like drug of choice but TikTok is just as terrible that I've managed to kind of wean myself off of TikTok um But what I find is, like, as I get more busy or I have more pressure, I use it as this excuse of, like, I just want to relax and, like, mindlessly scroll, right? But there's something very different about, like, opening up a magazine or, I don't know, like, doodling in your notebook. Like, there's just something about social media that I just feels, gosh darn, just bad. Just bad for you. Because... And I've found this recently, like, with the recipes, right? I just, like, girl loves, like, a healthy dessert recipe, right? But what I've just come to realize is that, like, everyone's making similar recipes using the same trending sounds. And it's, like, no one's doing anything that new or mind-blowing. We're all just, like, copying each other to grow accounts. So the last thing I want to talk about is, like, well, how do you use social media to grow your business then, right? If you're not in it and you need to know what's going on. I mean, my approach with social, and again, like I don't have a business where I need to have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. It's not the business that I'm growing. And for a lot of you out there that have like product-based businesses, that absolutely is part of the strategy. But regardless of which social platform you need to, to grow on, it's really important to keep a wide lens view on what's most important for social. And so while I don't personally have a huge Instagram account, I have clients that have Instagram accounts of hundreds of millions of followers, hundreds of millions, sorry, hundreds of thousands of followers, hundreds of millions. No, I'm not Beyonce's um, uh, fractional CMO. No, but no, but you know, hundreds of thousands of followers, tens of thousands of followers, and that's a huge part of the strategy. But smart founders very smart savvy founders that I that I have the pleasure of working with let me tell you when things get to that level they're not toiling away doing social media themselves they have their social media managers that are recording content creating the content even if you're a part of the content like it's not your responsibility so you have someone there that is managing and posting and engaging and keeping on top of trends and making sure that you are creating content that can go viral. So the point is, is that even if you're small, like you can still take this approach, you can still have this degree of separation between you as the founder or the creative and the actual platform and engaging in the platform and actually getting stuff executed. Because don't, don't go, don't be sucked into this idea that you need to be on social understanding what's going on and really like getting sucked in because it's part of your job responsibilities. I think that, you know, on the other end, like keeping a distance between you and what's going on on the platform is even better because you want to just be focusing on the outcomes, Right. You want to be focusing on the performance and keep your head down and do the work in terms of create valuable content. Just keep putting out valuable content into the world, things that are interesting or entertaining, making sure that the content that produces good quality, because in the end, like, yes, a trending sound or, you know, going viral It may be great for like a boost in followership and this kind of like vanity metric of what are the numbers, right? But let me tell you, you, you—it's way more important to have followers that are going to be potential buyers or customers, rather than people that just start following you because of some trend that you did, because that person might not necessarily be a buyer. And I—I see a lot of people wasting time with that. So. Keep your head down and do the work and implement these three things I suggest, right? So, first is just erasing the apps once in a while, just give yourself a break. The second is keeping your phone on grayscale so it's not so much eye candy to consume. And the third is try focus mode where you're kind of like locked out of certain apps and it really helps you to keep focus. But it is a daily struggle. Really, it is because it's just so easy. But let's not get sucked in by the comfort and the easiness of it because at the end of the day, the idea, I just want to zone out and scroll social because it's going to be relaxing is actually the opposite. I'm sure there's tons of studies that show like how much more anxiety we have when we open Instagram (laughs) or any social accounts. It's not like lowering our cortisol levels, right? It's actually like flaring up anxiety or comparison or whatever, right? Stress. So I hope you enjoyed this. I I know it's not super motivational, but I just wanted to share what's going on in my world and on my mind because I know a lot of other people probably have the same struggles and it stinks. um, But with some hacks and just really some high-level thinking and really being intentional about your time within your day, it gets easier, right? Because if you are conscious that really like, just put a layer of consciousness in front of what you're doing. It is easy not to make those wrong choices on how to spend your time, right? But you have to put some hacks in place to make it easier to kind of stop that automatic that automatic response, right? We've all been <clears throat> like Pavlov's dogs. We've all been conditioned to just get rewarded when we open those apps, right? It's just like jumping into Candyland for our eyes. So... Good luck and let me know what strategies you're using because I'm always on the hunt for more ways that I can stay focused and stay out of social apps.